Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Busted Open Podcast. Today, the Hall of Fame and Pain returns with myself, Bully Ray, and my tag team partner, Mark Henry. Mark visited the Andre the Giant Museum in North Carolina this past weekend, and he shares some stories with us, and trust me, they are great. Also, from Collision, Samoa Joe and the House of Black. Are the House of Black being underutilized by AEW? Me and Mark will give you our opinion, and we shall discuss. Tune it in, tune it up, turn it up to 11. The Busted Open Podcast is live and in your ears now. Mark, you I saw something on social media. Um, yep. I saw some plates stacked up at the old Waffle House. Saw something about Andre the Giant. Can you tell us what was going on this, uh, this weekend for you? So, you know, the, it's, it's been since uh, 2020 that all of this happened. And... Uh, 2020, myself and and Paul White uh, went to Ellerby, where Andre, uh, his ranch was. Um, we were in search of the giant machine mask. And also around there, uh, Sonny Ono uh, lives out in the, in, the, in the sticks. Get out of the sticks, Sonny. Uh, so... <laughs> We uh we went out there and we toured and we we tried to find all of this Andre the Giant memorabilia, and we talked to those guys and was like, hey man, like, um, I didn't realize how awesome this museum is. Like, this is more people need to see this, and I told the guy, I said, listen man, if you put something together, and y'all do a fundraiser, I'll come. And that was in 2020. Of course, everybody got COVID that was on that tour. And it was I call it the COVID tour from hell. We All get right. back, heal up, and the museum starts working on it in 21. And it took till now for everything to materialize. And, man, I, I went out to Ellerby. They had a show set up. Uh, they had a giant meet and greet. They had food trucks. They had games. Man, I'm throwing the pitch to knock people off on the dunk tank. I mean, it was a beautiful, beautiful thing. And they raised a lot of money. And that was the whole point. Raise the money to support the museum. And um, 
it was it was real cool, man. Like I, I it was so many of our our heroes there, bully. Um, you know, to to see Bob Orton there and Ted DiBiase and Haku and um just uh uh Dockmaster was there too, right? Say it again. Shockmaster. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like uh I mean it was it was Barry Horowitz. I mean, you know who I had never met and I, I've seen him on, on on the Indies, but uh Big John Studd's son. Met him John. once, yep. Yep. Man, he looked identical to his dad. Mm-hmm. Holy hell. Yep. And I told him, I said, Man, I I've never seen you work. But this is what I want you to do. I want you to reach out and I want you to succeed because like we we need a big guy like you that's legacy to succeed. The the smaller guys are succeeding. The psychology can help him of a big man and I want to help him. I I think that he can make it. And you know, Bully, I'm batting a thousand. If I feel something from you, like all you need is the information and the added push in the back. Because you and I both got it. We both had people, you had Bam Bam Bigelow grab you and say, hey, motherfucker, you're better than you're being. Get mm-hmm. to work. Mm-hmm. And I had Rip Rogers. Hey, Henry, get your fat ass in there and go 30 minutes. <laughs> he's the only person that can walk this planet bully that can call me fat ass <laughs> anybody else I'm smashing your teeth you're gonna get, you're gonna get, you're gonna get your, your skull crushed <laughs> part two of my killing spree is gonna start the hall of pain is open for business <laughs> open but the people that push us they push us because we know that they give a damn, that they care. Yep. And they don't want us to they don't want us to fail because they see something. I saw something in him. And I'm I'm gonna do what I can to try to make him uh, a bigger name. And it was just a really, really good weekend, bully. And Andre the Giant has such a positive influence on my childhood. Uh I I'm I didn't meet him personally talked to him, but he touched me. He picked me up and put me on the side of the barricade when I fell over when I was 10, 11 years old. And I, I just always loved wrestling. So it was, I felt like, and, and, you know, I wasn't going to say nothing because I feel like it didn't really mean, but the, uh, I didn't take my payoff. I wouldn't take it. I understand. Donated, donated back to the museum. Because it was more worth it to me to be there to support his name and his going forward than it was for me to go buy sure. something or, you know, stick it in the bank. Uh, his daughter, Robin, was there. Uh, man, I got to talk to her. There's a lot of stuff that she don't know. And if you saw the documentary, like, you know, they they weren't. They weren't a thing. Like, you know, she didn't grow up with Andre. She met him. She knew him. He knew her. But it was like, you know, 
Andre was uh, her her mother uh, just didn't want her to be a part of that world. It's like my dad played backup guitar uh, for BB King shortly, but he was a problem. He drank too much. He gambled too much. He never he didn't show like you know those people they, they get fired. My mom, bully. I never played cards until I got to college. Mm, okay, yeah. <laughs> My mom was like, "No, you're not gambling. You're not drinking. I don't drink and smoke today. That's because my mom." Mark, my grandfather used to tell me the, that playing cards is like playing with the devil. Really? Yeah, we weren't allowed to play cards in my household as a kid. My grandfather said that cards were the devil. Mm. So I'm kind of, you know, I can understand what you're saying. You're like, your mom wouldn't let yeah. you play cards because of what happened with your dad. And basically that's the devil, you know, nipping at your heels with, you know, gambling and smoking and drinking. And that's basically what my my, my grandfather was getting at. Like playing cards yeah. don't lead to anything good. Right. So like it was knowing her story um, and we were sitting there talking about stuff and I was telling her stories that I had heard via Timmy White, who took care of Andre. Um, and she was like, oh, my God, I didn't know that. And, like, so it was a good weekend. I felt like God's work got done. Um, my, I did my, 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 my just due to an icon that helped give me the, the, the life that I have. You know, you feel like you owe somebody. I feel like I paid some of my debt. I, I think we all owe um, a debt to Andre and the path that he paved for all of us. And I've told you this before. One of the greatest compliments that I had <clears throat> ever been paid it was from The Undertaker. Me and, and Taker were sitting at the bar alone, having a couple of drinks, and Taker turned over to me and he said, Bubba, Andre would have really liked you and Devon. And I was wow. blown away by that. He's like, because you guys have so much respect for the business. And Andre appreciated that. Man, that's like getting a pat on the back from the grave. Wow, bro. I, I mean, I, I never got that compliment, but I love the business. I, w I would like to think that Andre would have liked me. I think he would have loved that you. But, Bully, let me give you that website. It's the rankinmuseum.org. R-A-N-K-I-M-U-S-E-M dot O-R-G. And the Rankin Museum houses Andre's stuff. And, brother, I got, I got to sit in Andre's recliner. I was telling my wife yesterday, like, he had a they they I, I can't remember what name of the company that built and that's not really important anyway, but they built a special recliner for his measurements. It's bullet. You you've been in the big oversized chairs before, right? Mark, we're six three over three hundred pounds. We are big men. So how big was this recliner? Oh my god, bro! You know how wide my ass is. Two of me could fit in this chair. Wow. And the back on it is about a foot and a half higher than a normal recliner chair. 
and that the levers and all of the stuff that work are custom made. So it's made out of harder steel. Yeah. And it's like, wow. I mean, like, Andre was so special that a company had to fabricate to make him a special chair. And his brother has one of the chairs um, in France, and I, I asked for the chair, like a, a handmade wooden chair that he made for his brother. He made for Andre. And um, he, he said, I, I don't have a problem with it because it's just, you know, sitting there as a reminder. He said, if it would mean something to you, you could have it. And I just have never done the work to go get that chair because I would love to have Andre's chair. Oh but God. I think that it would probably be better to be in a museum. If yes, I, if I yes. was If I was to get it, I would just, you know, say, you know what, man? It should be in Ellerby. Um, speaking of Andre, let's go out to Toronto. Nico, Nico, your dad and Andre were good friends? So my dad was a, a police officer, and uh, basically from the early 80s to the late 90s, he was always at Maple Leaf Gardens. And uh, so one match, uh, my dad was six foot seven, so he's one of the bigger uh, police officers. And so one match, uh, Andre was wrestling uh, Hacksaw, Jim Duggan. And uh, he invited my dad backstage. He really had a liking to him, took a picture with my dad and signed a bottle of uh, wine for him. So my dad's passed on right now. We, we have the bottle here, and uh, my brothers and I are thinking donating to you uh, so that you guys can maybe do a fundraiser and raise some money for uh, up-and-coming wrestlers. Brother, well, that Mark, is beautiful. What, Mark, what but about getting that bottle of wine you? donated to the museum? Yeah, I would donate it to the museum. And okay, I'm going to stay on the line. Don't get off the line. Andre uh, Osasumu, the the producer and, and, and associate producer, will tell you how to do that. I'm going to text them the of information of who to contact. Uh, Brett, who is the executive director of the museum. Uh, man, that is, that's a beautiful sentiment, man, because I yeah, know that I, that's I something that belongs to you and your family. And uh, yeah. donating that to them is is just a beautiful thing. I don't know. I, I, I really appreciate you. It, it's our honor, and uh, as long as Dave is not involved, we're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I love you. I love you guys. In Toronto, we are psycho about wrestling, and you you know what? You calm us down all the time. Thank you so much. And I'll stay on. Give me all the information, and I will donate it. Man, that's Thank awesome. you, Nico. Andre, I'm Take texting care, man. you that information right now. Uh, Jason out in Louisiana. Jason, you got an Andre story for us? Yeah. My uh, dad and mom and all them used to work security and set up the arena in Lake Charles Civic Center back in the 80s and and, uh, early 90s. And I remember being as a kid, I was four years old, and I got to go 
backstage and everything, and I remember running into Andre and being scared shitless because he was tall and I was a kid. And and the one thing that I can remember about him is Andre the Giant. He took care of everybody, and I remember they would always go after the show, him, the security guards, and everybody that set up everything. They would always go out to a place called Chateau Charles, which was across the street from the Civic Center, and I can just remember him being very friendly, and, and I, I, I just, you know, I wish I would have been able to watch him wrestle more, but, I mean, just those little things that he did for people just made him memorable. He was very friendly. He was always very friendly, and thank you very much for the uh, the call, Jason, and to listening to Busted Open. You hear great stories about Andre no matter where you go, Mark, and when you lived on the road as much as Andre did, listen, I know I was on the road 300 days a year for 10 years of my life. I know you had to have done it at, uh, at least the same amount, maybe a year or two more than even I did it. Andre was in a perpetual state of travel. And I there's one thing I remember from the, from the veterans back in the day is they had their favorite spots in every town. Now, the boys that, you know, like our generation of wrestlers, we had our favorite gym in every town. We had our favorite hotels in every town. But a lot of the boys back in the day, they had their favorite restaurants and bars that they would go to all the time. And they became friendly with the owners. And every time they went, you know, came into town, they went through. It's kind of like if we go to Boston, what restaurant are we going to? Right. Kowloon's. We're going to Kowloon. Me, you. If we and go to 90- Toronto, we, uh, uh, no, not Toronto. I'm sorry. It, it was anytime we were in Montreal, Moises. we went where Andre went. We go to Schwartz's. Oh, Schwartz's. Okay. Okay. Moises is the one that Pat Patterson took me to. Man, that smoked meat is amazing. Oh my God, man! Don't don't talk about it. I I, don't, I hate I even brought it up. I can't. I couldn't get over Mark. Like when Pat took us, it took me and Devon to the smoked meat place. How like the win the front windows of the of the deli, the store is just meat thrown hanging in. Hanging meat, just meat hanging and just thrown on the ground and this what, but. <laughs> That's the way it was. And then they just reached in, grabbed the meat, and they sliced it for you. Just listen, Bully, that place is tailor-made for big 350-pound men. Because when you walk through the door, it is 65 degrees. Oh, Remember yeah. how cold it is? Oh, yeah. Because they hang that meat, and it's got to age in a, in, at 65 degrees. Yep. So, like, you go in, and, man, you like, Kind of fold your arms like shit. It's a little chilly in here. Ooh, it's a little chilly. <laughs> yeah. And and then you you say, hey man, can you give me like a, a quarter pound of salami? Uh, let me get a quarter pound of uh, mortadella. Uh, and then give me a pound of that smoked meat. Yep. And it man, they put that in that little uh, foil, and then they put the foil in paper so it don't get dried out. Man, stays moist. I, and, and, and that mustard. Mm-hmm. It's the only, I don't eat mustard like on, on everything. But whenever I went there, I ate it just like uh, the guys, you know, from Montreal would do it. And I'd eat, eat my, uh, in Texas, we put barbecue sauce on it. But 
on everything. Uh, when you're up there, you put mustard on it. So it was, it was, it was just a, that was always a good experience. Yeah, Schwartz's was the deli. Moish's was the restaurant. Because I remember Pat Patterson taking me, Devon, and The Rock to Moish's restaurant and having this, you know, dinner, and everybody knew Pat Patterson. Everybody. Yes, sir. He, like the mayor. Yeah. And then, did you, did you <clears throat> sing karaoke? Did we sing? Car- Pat Patterson took me, Devon, and Rocky to his favorite karaoke club. We had the best time ever. Like, we, uh, you know, Pat brings us in and he goes, you know, guys, I hope you don't mind, but there might not be a lot of girls here tonight, but we're going to have fun. Anyway. And we wound up being on stage stinging karaoke, me, Devon, Rocky, and Pat. We were all doing YMCA together. <laughs> it was so much. We had a blast. The brightest minds in combat sports are on Sirius XM Fight Nation. Enter the world of pro wrestling with Busted Open and experience the high-octane energy of Dave LaGreca. Undertaker, Roman Reigns, WrestleMania, book it! Alongside Hall of Famers like Mark Henry. The real entertainment comes when you turn on Busted Open. Go inside the octagon with former UFC middleweight champion Chris Weidman. I'm just prepping the Weidman 2.0. And when I come back, I do plan on taking over the middleweight division. Gain insight on the hurt business of MMA with experts like Jimmy Smith on Unlocking the Cage. This is fight sports. I'm sorry. It's not fair. It's not supposed to be fair. Or from top fighters like Anthony Smith on MMA Today. I'm not selling it. You don't have to buy it. I'm just telling you how it actually is. And get your boxing education from Randy Gordon and Jerry Cooney on At The Fight. Tyson Fury is the best heavyweight in the world. So keep your hands up and your radios locked to Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. We bring the fight to you. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. 
to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Time to talk some pro wrestling. So, come on, man. I know something that you watched this past weekend that you were very passionate about. It wasn't like a main event. wasn't was a high, wasn't a high profile match, but it was something that you really enjoyed. And I want to get your take on it. Samoa Joe versus Andrew Everett on Collision it was on Collision, right? Yeah. Basically a squash match, right? Well, I mean, you can consider it a squash match, or you can say Samoa Joe is just pretty damn good. Your floor is yours, sir. Well, thank you very much, and I will pull my soapbox up. Let me give the soapbox kind of sound effect. Okay, let's soapbox, let's go. Every now and then, guys, you need to have – wrestling the way that it was when you were a kid collision has become the show of nostalgia i watch it and it's like it's like i'm 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 12 and 14 years old and i'm watching wrestling they do things that other wrestling shows are not doing at least in the way that they do it so you you have a, a great show planned out and you want the show to flow and be put together, put people in the beginning that's going to really shine and get everybody fired up. And then you want to let the show kind of flow into a, a big crescendo. But at some point you need a levity point to let the people settle. And they usually use a dominant personality in pro wrestling. At least they used to back in the day. And then a local guy would get a shot at the championship or he would get a shot at one of the, the elite guys. And they did that with some more Joe on collision. And Andrew came out entrance and people were like, ha, ha, you're going to get your ass kicked. Joe's going to kill you. What is happening? The people are getting entertained. The people are they're having a levity moment. And then they introduce the guy. The guy gets some shine. And Joe commenced to putting a royal ass whooping to the guy. But in about two and a half minutes, guys, this guy that nobody knows, he is on the outside of the ring. Joe gets kicked. He flips, flies, flips, bang, bang, and does all this stuff. And the crowd, what does the crowd do? Oh, shit. Bang. Joe pulls out the heavy artillery, (laughs) but he got over in about 15 seconds. That's how special this business is and how quick your name can be mentioned if you do it right. And that is very old school. And the producers, the agents, Tony Khan, Samoa Joe, everybody. And and you know who really wins is the The fans. fans. Everybody wins. 
And I love that the lighting is lower and more intense on the ring itself. And I always keep going back to like the way that they shoot stuff. It's got to be different. It's a new show. It's a different show. And I guarantee you the input of the guys that's on that show, um, they, they are pushing for more nostalgia. Because guess what, guys? The people on, on that show that are on Collision are the older guys. What's old so is new. Repos- right. What's old is new. And, and you can use it again. And Punk and Joe and, like, I mean, FTR, like, the House of Black. Getting to the end of that match, you know, I just wanted to share some light on, on that. That Which uh, match? Andrew, the Joe you know, match or the House of Black match? Uh, Joe match. Okay. Uh, Andrew... Good job. You did you did what you were supposed to do, and you take that shine to the Indies, and you elaborate on what you did because I can see the skill. Brother, I see your skill. Go and shine. Uh and now we get back to the to the to the meat uh that the zombies on the seventeenth floor always eat. The main event. And you get out there and uh, Punk and FTR, like with House of Black. Guys, everybody should have stood up and clapped at the end of that. I mean, even, you know, with Joe choking Punk and all of that. But you got a treat. You got to see elite, elite wrestlers throwing caution to the wind. And doing everything wrestling that I love about wrestling. The trained eye told me that they 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 had a framework of what the match was going to be. And they went out there and did it. Punk does not like to plan everything. He's a spontaneous worker. Storyteller. And so is Black. Malachi Black is a really, really intense and great talent, y'all. But with all those people out there that were shining, FTR with the teamwork and the old school grappling, you know who shined to me? Who's that? Buddy freaking Murphy. Mm. That dude is a dude. Side note, congratulations to Buddy and to Rhea Ripley on getting yeah, engaged. Yeah, getting engaged. Yeah. Good for y'all. Congratulations from Busted Open. But let's talk about the wrestling. This man went out there and the energy had me stand up. I, damn, I'm, I'm, stand, I'm watching my computer and I stood up. I said, go ahead. I'm in church now. He had me pull out my club towel. I had to wipe my face. <laughs> and I started, he had me over, woo! Buddy Murphy is unbelievable. He he did a reversal that I haven't seen. He's been watching Chavo Guerrero videos. That was, it looked like I was watching Eddie or Chavo. 
That's a I hell of love a the old school reversals, man. Mm-hmm. Please, guys, it's not stealing. It's not stealing. Borrowing. Go, go back and borrow from the business. The history of it. I was standing up in my house, nobody around, enjoying wrestling, being the ultimate fan, just like you do. Just every every fan that I'm talking that's listening to my voice right now knows what I'm talking about. When that moment in the match happens and they stand up, they're in the living room. They can't hold a plate. You can't hold a plate. You need your arms. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, buddy? Man, I throw my plate against the wall if 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 something happens. You know what I mean? Yes. Like this is busted open. This is pro wrestling at the highest level that's not on television. I was fired up watching, but Buddy had me in my heart. And I was like, this dude right here need more shine. I got to see him more. Like, I feel like he, I mean, hello, I'm, I'm not trying to get in trouble because uh, I don't call the shots. But I, I was motivated by him. I was fired up by him, and I'm glad that the fans got to see him in the main event because there was a time not long ago where he was in the locker room doing nothing. Um, I'm not trying to put you on the spot, and I won't, but just tell me if you feel me on this one. Just tell me if you feel me. I find myself scratching my head a lot more often than not about why the House of Black isn't used more often. Do you feel me? I feel you. And I I think a lot of it is because, you know, with the trios, um, the dominant part of AEW is what's going on with Kenny Omega and the Bucks. And I, I, I would not think that there's something wrong with the House of Black getting with those guys Think about all the entertaining options that we could see if they battled each other. Oh, my gosh, man. I just, I would love that so much. And and we got it at times. We got it periodically. But I I just want more of Alistair uh, Malachi Black and Buddy and and Big Brody, man. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, For your money, um... There's not many big guys in the pro wrestling business that can outwork uh, Brody King. Not many. That are not Brody, more over than Brody King. Brody, Brody King shined hard. Shined hard was when he was in Ring of Honor before Ring of Honor went under, um, mm-hmm. and before you know Tony purchased it, and. Watching the House of Black from their entrance to their vignettes, the promos, the matches, they have an it factor. Now, yeah. the uh, when I when I sit back and I ask myself, well, why isn't a talent being used? You know, Mark, there's there's only a couple of real answers. Maybe maybe this talent is a problem backstage. I do not think any of those guys are a a problem backstage. Maybe these guys aren't drawing a rating in their quarter hours or the minute by minute. 
I, I don't know. I, 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 don't. I don't know. What I do know is when you have guys that look the part, work the part, act the part, the, and have a, a unique presentation to their gimmick, I'd like to see them more more often. Now, maybe they're on Rampage and Collision more often than not, but I hardly see them on Dynamite. And Dynamite is the flagship show. Dynamite, I feel like we get a lot of the same people on Dynamite. And I'm hoping, you know, the WWE has a definitive roster split. We have Raw and SmackDown with every once in a while people crossing over. I hope with AEW, we're not getting a roster split with Dynamite and collision because that's what it seems like sometimes and i don't think that that's necessarily a smart idea for aew i would much prefer to see an all hands on deck um locker room and and creative process where you can draw from anything okay fine if the young bucks and kenny don't want to be on the show same show as punk and ftr you got to keep those guys apart whatever you do what you got to do short term to get the job done. But I'd like to see these other guys on dynamite every once in a while. I re- I really would. And bully. I, I think we get it once in a while. We get it once in a while. I, I just, I'm just greedy. Like when it comes to seeing good wrestling, like I want more of it. Um, and, and that's not up to me, but, um, as a fan, and I'm speaking from being a fan and being an analyst, like I, I just would like to see more of them. I mean, that that was so good to me, and it had me standing up in my house. Like, I mean, it's awesome, man. Like, and I, I think that the fans can uh, can can back me on the fact that they got emotionally tied up in the match, and you forget that you're watching television. You feel like that's a part of your life. And when you get that, man, come on, put it on there. Give it up. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.